everyone. Um, welcome back to another episode of Inspiration Nation. I am here with mindful art teacher Jojo Spell. Hi, how are you? Hi. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? Very good, very good. Um, I'm excited. I've got my questions ready. And They're very good questions. Thank yeah? you. Yeah. So to get started, um, I mentioned a couple of seconds ago that you're an art teacher with a twist, right? Um, so yeah. Can you tell uh, me what your take on art is? Um, because with um, past experiences with you, it's not like the kind of artworks we do at school, right? Yeah, I guess it kind of works um, together with what you do at school because although we don't kind of, in our classes, we don't follow a curriculum, um, my kind of, I guess, specialism is drilling down into every person I teach um, artistic competence and kind of trying to bring out their individual expression. So although we probably study similar artists to you do, to what you're doing at school, um, I guess I probably zone in more into the individual. So I'm very, very passionate about obviously um, promoting mindfulness through creativity. So in all my classes, you know, that's one of my goals is to, is to make it an experience for each child, um, each, each individual. I do it for adults as well. So... So, yeah, so I guess for me, it's about pro promoting everyone's artistic confidence um, because a lot, of, a lot of the time um, people don't think that they're creative. So I try, I want to turn the non-believers into believers, basically. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure this goal has been working out so far. Oh, well, I hope so. Uh, you know, every different person that I teach is a new challenge. And, um, yeah, I love it. Great. So, so with that, what um, kind of mentality do you have to have to be able to teach um, and help different people how, um, on how to embrace their own artistic side? I think you have to be someone who is understanding. Um, I think, you know, You've got to be patient, I guess, um, and not um, be judge judgmental in any way. Um, and I guess just trying to make people feel as comfortable as possible. Because um, like I said before, you know, immediately people get worried when they do things wrong. So you have to be really reassuring, you know, and um, my kind of emotional intelligence is, is, is quite high. So um, I kind of try to you know, look at that that individual, see where potentially, you know, the concerns are and, you know, make sure that they feel comfortable and happy. And then by the end of it, you know, they're really proud of what they do. So I think it's important to feel proud of each piece of art that you do. It doesn't have to be perfect, um, but it's about your own self-expression. So I'm trying, so I try to, you know, be patient and um, and work with people and um, let their barriers come down, basically. Wow, that sounds like a lot of uh, a lot of patience, like you said before. A lot of patience you need to have, and you have to have um, a lot of empathy and sympathy. 
I yeah. suppose, because, well, that's what you do, right? You're a mindful yeah. art teacher. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I believe that everyone um, can be creative and it's just looking at that individual and working out what area that they want to be creative in. I don't think there's enough awareness um, in general about, you know, w- you know, from when I was at school, for instance, you know, creativity, the arts, you know, it's such a big subject, but actually kind of understanding, well, you know, where, where could I go with creativity in the arts? Because there are so many different areas that someone can go into. You could go into architecture, you can go into so many different, you know, realms of, of creativity. And so, yeah, it's just kind of understanding that, you know, everyone can do it and you just need to have some confidence behind you. I completely understand. So with that, uh, you most likely have very long days of hard work and classes. Uh, what would you say is the highlight of your day? Um, it's going to sound really cheesy, but actually it's being with um, with all the art students I guess that is what I absolutely love and feed off you know seeing the beginning to the end of a class at the beginning perhaps some children a bit hesitant or some even adults um, hesitant and thinking oh I can't do it you know um, not sure not sure what they're wanting to do with you know whatever project I set them and then Fast forwarding that to the end of the class and seeing, you know, the happiness, the smiles, the, the positivity. Um, I just absolutely love that. So um, I feed off, you know, how people are feeling. After. Hopefully everyone feels the same after a class and that they enjoy it. But, you know, that's that's what I that's what I do it for. I love it. Um, and also every day trying to, you know, promote creativity and you know, the use of colour, I really believe that, that colour and creativity can really uplift people's moods. And at the moment, obviously, you know, the last year and a half has been pretty difficult for people. So um, I think practices like creativity, other mindfulness practices, I think are so key right now. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's like the the, the, the joy of seeing the, the confidence boost. Yeah. Of a of an art student, yeah. So yeah. moving moving on, um, I read up on your webpage that you um, founded something called Jojo's Color Trail. So, what's yeah. the purpose of this, um, and how did you come to create it and introduce it to your community? So, the Color Trail, Jojo's Color Trail, was set up in London. Um, it was kind of just after lockdown. And um, I don't know if you've seen, but they had rainbows in a lot of the windows in the streets of London um, to kind of give a nod to the amazing healthcare workers that were working so hard at the time. So there were rainbows, you know, throughout the streets of London, in the windows, on, you know, on the pavements, and there was colour everywhere and creativity. And I kind of saw for myself as well, you know, that is so um, important for people's you know, mental well-being. So I launched a colouring competition um, and part of the launch was to go around um, 
Part one was delivering paintbrushes with little tags um, through people's less boxes. Um, and then I also um, went around, you know, parts of London with a massive bouquet of um, colourful balloons with paintbrushes inside. So I was hand them out for free to people on the street, give them one of my um, colouring competition um, sheets of paper and um, trying to really kind of promote the concept of you know how color how color is so powerful for people and creativity and um, and just trying to give a bit of like happiness to the streets of London because it was it was a pretty difficult time for everyone in the world you know so I wanted to do my bit and then I've kind of then carried that on and I ended up then bringing it over to Dubai and I want to do it a lot more in Dubai. I, I did it at Ripe um, a couple of weekends ago. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of pops of colour um, over the city and just kind of making that point that colour and creativity is, 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 is really important. Yeah, because I completely, completely agree with you and it's fascinating because not a lot of people can... Uh, can do that can can be able to create this concept and follow through with it most most people kind of just start out with ideas and then brush it aside and what you've done you've continued on with it and you followed through oh thank you well it was it was it was a real passion of mine and as I said you know mindfulness creativity is 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 a real core value of Jojo's Art House so um you know trying to spread the love totally understand totally agree and I just think that this is so amazing and my next question for you is how has your identity helped you excel throughout uh your your career I think for me um I guess self-expression, individuality, um, embracing who you are, um, and being true to yourself is is something that I've always tried to work towards. And you know, when I was younger, it wasn't always as easy as it's sort of become as I got older. I think when you get older, um, you get a little bit more wiser, and you don't care as much about what people think. Um, so yeah, I guess part of my my identity is all about you know self expression, which obviously I bring into a lot of my workshops that I do. It's all about you know promoting individuality, and um, you know it's okay to be slightly different and quirky. That's that's completely cool. You know you don't have to follow what everyone else is doing. And I think when definitely when I was at school, you know you tended to sort of you know follow a lot of the time what the general generally what pe other people were doing so I think as you yeah as I've kind of got older um it's my the path has got definitely stronger towards towards obviously creativity self-expression um and being true to yourself so do you think that because of your happy persona and your self-confidence uh, you're able to understand the people you teach are you able to understand what they might potentially be good at yeah I think also it's experience from being you know 
a child myself, I guess. And, um, you know, everyone starts, you know, with creativity and, you know, doing art from a, from a basic point. And it's, it's kind of making sure that, you know, people keep going. So a lot of the classes when I'm teaching kids, you know, they immediately want to sort of give up and start again. And I have to, you know, encourage them in a, in an understanding way that, you know, if you keep going, then, you know, there's going to be a positive result. And there always is. So I don't believe in, um, in making mistakes in art because a lot of the time mistakes can be made into a more of a positive um, outcome. So, yeah, I think being trying to be happy and um, make other people happy in the classes and, and make them feel at ease um, is definitely a key thing for what I'm doing, I would say. Wow. Sounds like a lot of work and dedication, but again, as I said before, it's going to end up turning into a positive outcome. Like with the kids, with some kids that you mentioned, uh, they want to start over because they think it's not good enough. Uh, mm. But you always just keep encouraging them to to continue and to yeah, out. for sure. Um, I. I know what it's like to get frustrated because a lot of the time when you're doing art, you do things that aren't necessarily how you want it to look. And it's just, you know, believing in yourself and, and keeping going and realising that, you know, things don't have to be perfect. You know, it's your own self-expression. It's your own piece of creativity that, that is yours and it's no one else's. And um, I think that's really key. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, definitely confidence and, and positivity, 100%. So we spoke about um, your identity, how it's helped you excel, how it's helped you help others. Um, how important do you think are the relationships you've made throughout the course of your career? Well, I think it's been very, very important because, you know, um, one for collaborations. So I believe, you know, collaboration is, is, is really great. So I collaborate actually, um, with various different people, um, on some of my, some of my workshops. One person being, um, Stephanie Roberts, who's a Dubai children's author. Um, she also has a goal around mindfulness. So we very, very much connect in that space. Um, but you know it's it's all the time building relationships and you know I wouldn't even be in Dubai right now doing my art workshops if I hadn't have lived and worked out here you know doing my marketing events five years ago because I have all those relationships still here and you know building trust with people and you know relationships are important you know and um and if you have strong relationships, you know, they still stay with you th throughout your whole career. And, you know, I've got people who I'm still in contact with who, you know, I met first when I was, at, you know, just out of university. Um, so I think it's I think it's key to build relationships and keep the relationships. Um, 
and all the time, you know, I'm, I'm building more and more as you go along and you just learn all the time. Um, but I think it all comes back to what I mentioned earlier about, you know, being true to yourself, being honest, um, having integrity, um, you know, all core values um, that keep your relationship strong. Yeah, because relationships are very important, um, as you yeah. just said. You never know yeah. what may happen. Like, you know, <laughs> exactly. They need those exactly. relationships. Sometimes those relationships, a lot of the time, those relationships are for your and their benefit. You both, you all support each other. They support yeah, you. Exactly. exactly. Uh, and and you know, and as as a result, you build a stronger proposition so some of the workshops that I do with for instance Stephanie Robert we were at Emirates Literature Festival we created this workshop which was a combination of meditation um story time and you know an, an art workshop where we brought the characters to life you know together we created something really powerful and really strong and you know we'll be doing more together um but you know that relationship's really great for both of us and also for the people that we're, you know, doing the workshop for, they benefit from that. So, yeah, relationships are absolutely key and I would suggest, you know, anyone obviously investing in their LinkedIn um, account if they don't have them, you know, obviously if you guys are at school, I don't know if you have LinkedIn accounts already, but, you know, LinkedIn is a great way to keep up with people. Yep, I agree with you. Uh, we don't use LinkedIn. We use um, oh, thank you. no, we use Instagram. We use WhatsApp. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose it's all very similar. Uh, we do end up uh, connecting and reconnecting uh, through the same through same yeah. yet different platforms. It's interesting actually because Instagram has because since I've been um, you know my art business has been up and running um instagram has actually been my main platform um above linkedin and facebook which is really surprising um i would say 70 percent of my business comes from instagram wow um, where, yeah whereas before perhaps even higher um whereas before a lot of my leads and things like that came from linkedin i was on linkedin all the time but now, even transactions, everything seems to be through Instagram for for the for the um, for the job I'm doing now, which is obviously JoJo's Art House, which is really interesting. Yeah, and it's very interesting. Um, I've done a couple of sessions with you, and it's all been great. Uh, so, um, speaking of experience, um, a while back. What kind of experience do you need to have? Um, does anyone need to have to become a mindfulness art teacher? What are the things you need to understand? Well, um, I guess it's kind of twofold. Um, I've actually got an art degree um, from Manchester University in the UK. Um, so art has always been my passion, and obviously I studied it. Um, the mindfulness part comes from um this one day festival that I set up last well in 2019 um called the festival of happiness so I created that and it was really a day to promote 
um, mental health and well-being for the creative industry in the in London. Um, so this whole um, day was it had we had three mental health charities on board. We had um, different kind of practical steps, what you can do if you're feeling anxious or um, stressed at work, because there's obviously a lot of anxiety and stress within the marketing and events industry with, you know, long hours and tight deadlines and things like that. So um, we had lots of different um, tips and ways to um, help people and understand. So we talked about, you know, healthy mind, healthy body, um we talked about uh we did workshops on inner belief um uh, nutrition how that can help um so, and we did different you know mindfulness practices we did laughing yoga things like that and it was i guess it's from there where i um then the mindfulness part to you know the core part of my business was obviously mindfulness that's where it kind of was um, I've always been interested in it, but that's where it kind of really kicked off. Um, and I realized that mindfulness practice, like creativity, you know, the arts and other, you know, like yoga and things like that are so important to people. And um, I became really, really passionate um, on the subject and it kind of grew from there. And then obviously with my art background um, and then my events, expertise and then obviously marketing from when I was you know in in that world has all kind of come together to then create JoJo's Art House so it's all kind of been a really interesting path and it's all combined and created something really um, special so I'm really proud of how far we've come um, with JoJo's you've Art come House. You've come very far, you've <laughs> come very far. It's a very interesting mm -hmm concept um and uh, more so business you could say um yeah and it helps a lot yeah. of people i've seen it um so you mentioned before that you did marketing and events uh so what motivated you to become to sorry to move from marketing and yeah. events and become more specific into the world of an of a mindfulness art teacher I think art has always been my passion and as I mentioned um you know earlier in our chat you know when you first leave university or school you know there isn't always a clear route if you're really creative um and into art you don't always know which path you want to go down um so I've always kept it as a hobby but it's always been like this burning kind of passion that I've always kept kind of to the side and then obviously done other roles but all my roles have had creativity within them because obviously I've worked I worked for a creative agency out in Dubai and in London um, so it's not been completely different um, but I think for me you know it was kind of trying to find your purpose and you know as obviously arts will always be my passion and you know I love working with people children and you know in particular um and you know combining all of that together to create JoJo's Art House um is something that you know has come together but it's actually something that I've always wanted to do so um I'm kind of living my 
my dream job at the moment so <laughs> it's nice that you so followed your dream yeah so it's it's really awesome and there's so much more that I want to do um with JoJo's Art House um I've got some workshops coming up for children with determination um children of determination and um you know I'm doing a diabetes camp soon as well doing some work around kind of promoting self-confidence and things like that so there's so many other areas that I want to go into and then obviously I do commissions too which is a very small part of my business at the moment but you know there's a lot there's a lot to be done um but it's it's really exciting and um you know someone who um someone who's kind of had dyslexia all their life um creativity has always been a way like an a way for me to to um, learn and also um as an escape as well from like to chill out basically I've always kind of used it as a way to to um to have some time out from when I was at school from studying and things like that um so yeah yeah it's really it's really nice it's really nice that um that you've you you enjoy what you do that you followed your dreams and that you use your own job what you do as a form of relaxation so my final question for you is uh what words of advice would you give to those of the young generation who wants to go down the path of art and even using art in therapy um, as well as use art to positively impact well-being? What kind of advice would you give them? Um, I would say, you know, just go for it. You know, I just think a lot of the time that you people put up barriers to not do things and you get worried because, you know, perhaps you may fail or, you know, you may not see the exact path. Um, you know, perhaps when you leave school, you may not see that exact path, like I was saying to you earlier. But I think if you have a burning desire to get into creativity um, or the world of art, and, um, I, I think, you know, I would say, believe in yourself um, and do lots of research and get as much work experience as you can. And, um, you know, all the time, you know, it's helping your own well-being as well because you'll, you know, be doing creativity you know, with, with whatever you're working within. So um, I would say, yeah, just completely just go for it. and. Um, and learn and make those connections with people and build those relationships. Wow. So, yeah. Well, that's great <laughs> advice. Great advice. I know a couple of people who want to use um, art and therapy or for psychology. Um, and, yes. it's, and it's great that art can be used and creativity can be used in that way to help others. Yeah. So... I think the thing is with, I think the thing is with art is that you know there's you know everyone has a blank piece of paper right in a class and 
So you can all start from the same place and it's, it's being present. That's the key with it. And, um, there's no kind of prejudice. It's, it's, it's just, you know, you expressing yourself. Your own work. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, you can follow Jojo on her Instagram, um, at Jojo's art house. Unfortunately, it's all the time we have left. Um, thank you so, so much for, um, doing this interview and answering all my questions. Um, hundred percent. This was a benefit, um, to me, to people who want to do art, um, and just people listening. Well, thank you so much. I really, really enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, I hope it's of help for people. (laughs) It is. It will be. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Take care. Yeah. Bye.